0: Welcome to the Cinema Rag, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissist actors, directors, and producers. Here, we'll laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does, and they've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. We hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to start a two-part series on overrated actors and actresses above the age of 50. In some ways, this is the sequel to a two-part series we did, ooh, I don't know, four months ago, where we did overrated actors under the age of 50. So we definitely recommend you check that out. Scroll through your feed and find those. Those are probably uh, episodes 20 to 30 in that area. So. As yeah, expected, overrated we
1: actors under seventy.
0: Yeah. Okay, uh, thank you, mate. So, as expected, with the sequel, we wanted to do overrated actors over the age of fifty, because a lot of the iconic actors from the eighties and nineties are over the age of fifty. And of course, some of them we're going to mention here. I am going to eliminate actors and actresses that I've already mentioned in previous episodes in the Emperor Has No Clothes series. So therefore out of contention would be someone like Jennifer Lopez, someone like Paul Rudd, someone like Tom Hanks, as much as I would love to talk about how overrated he is. So if I have an episode where I've already opined that I think they're overrated, they're going to be eliminated. So my 10 are going to be people that I have not yet discussed. If you disagree with the aforementioned being overrated or not overrated, uh, definitely go to those episodes. And I know on Spotify, because May told me, it's kind of like YouTube, where you can go to an episode and post a comment in the uh, episode notes, and we can actually reply to that. And also, we have our Facebook page, where I will post questions over there, and you can respond there as well, if you agree, disagree. May you ready?
1: Okay, so yes, we're going from top five or top six?
0: We're doing 10 to six, so not as overrated.
1: Oh, so 10 to six, okay. Yeah.
0: Um, I'll give you some time to recalibrate. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. My number 10 is Richard Dreyfuss. I've always hated this dude. Now, his peak, I know, was before my, my age of, uh, I guess, of adulthood. His his movies were were classics in the 70s, Close Encounters, Jaws, and so forth. But I've seen enough Dreyfus movies where to me, he is like the spiritual father of Jesse Eisenberg, in that he plays the over-talkative, neurotic guy very well. And I just find the way he speaks, the way he acts, he he's like a like a chihuahua. You know how chihuahuas like woo, 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 woo. that's who Richard Dreyfus reminds me of in pretty much every role. I'm not saying he doesn't have talent. Certainly his best work was, was 50 years ago. He's still alive, but I don't, I think he's pretty much retired from acting. But I just think he is pretty much the same in all movies. And he's just annoying beyond belief. And I think of his later work, like Mr. Holland's Opus, that movie makes me want to vomit. Because talk about hashtag Oscar bait. That movie, his whole raison d'etre is to get the movie and him an Academy Award nomination. It is so saccharine. It is so over the top trying to be emotionally manipulative. And... I can't stand that movie. And as a whole, I don't like Dreyfus. Do you have a take on Dreyfus?
1: I think he's okay in some movies and very annoying in others. Like I think he's great in Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I think he's great in Jaws, I believe. Um, you know, I, I, he's a hard one to pick on for me, but yeah, I did I did not like Mr. Holland's Opus. I do not like that film. At all?
0: Do so you don't think but he's like a he's
1: chihuahua? Also, yeah, kind of. But you know, he also reminds me of a great older actor in Stakeout with Emilio Estevez. He was probably yeah. in the fifties, and he was decent. He actually had chemistry with Madeline Stowe.
0: Oh, so, Sexy you know, Saturday, Sexy Saturday, Madeline yeah. Stowe. Hotty. Madeline
1: Stowe's hot, but you know what? She had chemistry with Richard
0: Dreyfuss. So, did, did she say about she? that? Did she yeah. really? I mean, I felt I that that was kind of not not there, but okay, I respect your choice. Okay.
1: So do my you... number 10 yeah. is Jamie
0: Foxx. Ooh, interesting. So Foxx is over the age of 50. Okay. I, would I, have... Have...
1: I know you have said that he's overrated too, but I, I do quite chance. kind of agree that he is. Um, Ray was a good performance, but it was his only Oscar performance really, which was good. And then since then, I just don't see him doing a whole lot. I know he has, he's been plagued with health problems, a stroke, I believe. So I just, I i pray that he, he, he gets through that and, you know, continues on. So,
0: well, I when I think of, when I think of him, I think of his nineties television work. I think of any given Sunday and I, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think he's that talented. I really don't. And I would agree with you. And I have an episode here on his, quote, you know, emergency or I'm sorry, mysterious illness. And <laughs> from all reports, it seems like it's like with a lot of things, it's drug related and or, or it's a medical condition that is either exacerbated or caused by recreational drug use. But again, Congrats. this is all alleged. And so I don't want to.
1: But I heard he had a legitimate stroke. So. Whatever yeah. the cause, I don't know. But Whenever he like gets that.
0: better, I'm sure he'll come on and, and have People Magazine, and we'll have something on him. Yeah. And a sob story about him. But I would agree with him. I think he's a one-trick pony. And I think Inglorious Bastard, I'm sorry, uh, Django Unchained, I think oh, yeah. he's the weak link in that movie. I don't think he's good in that movie. I mean, as much as I don't like Christoph Waltz, and I think he's a one-trick pony, he's packing heat. DiCaprio's packing heat. Kerry Washington's doing a good job. And then I, I just think they could have casted somebody better, but this is the We're problem. Like, is how many Black actors are there like like 15 years ago, whenever this movie came out, that they could have casted? They weren't going to pick Will Smith. Morgan Freeman's obviously too old. Denzel probably wouldn't do it. And so that movie, a Black actor, so who's going to pick that role? There's only like three Black actors at that time.
1: Edgio um Mahershala, Ali, But no, they're too good for that film. But they were famous
0: (laughs) at that point. I think that movie needed somebody that was a more famous Black actor at that time. Right, and I do think Danny was was decent in the film.
1: All
0: right, so we both agree that, that he's overrated. He's
1: overrated, yeah.
0: All right, now part of me wants to put in these two guys. I'll put in these three guys, but they're gonna count as my number nine because I don't think anybody considers these guys to be really actors. So this is like three in one, okay? So, the planet Hollywood people, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and Bruce Willis. Okay. None of these guys, I don't think anyone (laughs) would consider to be good actors. Sly Stallone, I mean, does he deserve an Academy Award nomination for Rocky? You know, he just did. Oh, come on. He just. He did.
1: He deserved it. And he deserved the best picture, too. I mean,
0: yeah, well, okay. I would say more for Best Picture than his acting. I think Bruce Willis. You know, we we obviously know what's going on with him. It's very sad. Bruce Willis, I think, is probably out of these three the best actor. But Bruce yes. Willis, as Sanchez, was a one trick pony. You know, but he's boy.
1: phenomenal. He's phenomenal in Die Hard.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously that's an iconic role, but pretty much every movie he does is a, a ripoff of Die Hard. He doesn't have a lot of range. You think of Bonfire, The Vanities. You think of like his his dramatic turns. They're just he was not also ideas.
1: he was also in Blind Date with Kim Basinger. Right, right, but that's kind that. of
0: his, that's kind of his moonlighting role. I mean that that's kind of John yeah, McLean on a date.
1: Yeah,
0: but still ooh, good, it. Out of these three, I think royalists has had the most talent at his peak. But he was a one trick pony with the smart aleck, charismatic quips that he you know made most famous in Die Hard. Schwarzenegger, I don't think anybody can admit that he's a good actor, so we'll just skip on Schwarzenegger.
1: And and he's just the Terminator dude.
0: Yeah, but but I mean, does he have any acting chops? So say so you no, can do some syllabic lines, and he, and he got fit? paid more
1: than George Clooney. Yeah, for well, Batman, he, forever
0: or Batman. We've talked about how like movie stars doesn't necessarily mean they're good actors, and Schwarzenegger, given his height yeah. and his stature, was a movie star at his peak for a good ten years at least. But I don't think anybody can think that he's a good actor. But he's I call him overrated simply because of his, his commercial success which he had a lot of, would then make you think that maybe he, his acting chops are commensurate with the commercial success. And it's not. And I think a more contemporaneous analogy to, to Schwarzenegger would be The Rock. They're very similar. The Rock ripped off a lot of Schwarzenegger. Just big action, can act, a lot okay. of special effects. They're very similar. But yeah, but the-, the
1: Rock at least did Scorpion I- King. All,
0: all right. <laughs> what, 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 come on. Hey. <laughs> Come on, The, the Rock does, the, can The Rock do a dramatic turn? Come on, do we do we have to have a standalone oh, no. episode on The Rock? So oh, these three guys are all my number nine. Which, which, okay. which, do you have your quick take on any of these guys you disagree Um
1: on? I do think Bruce Willis, I think he is the best out of those three. I think Sylvester Stallone is just a very savvy entrepreneurial dude who knows how to promote himself. And Schwarzenegger is just a jerk. So, you know, whatever.
0: Well, Sliced Alone. if you look at his career, I mean, he, he back when actors were brands, he had very successful brands. He had all the Rambo movies. He did all the Rocky movies. He, he was successful in Cliffhanger. Yeah, in he's land. very
1: franchised.
0: Yes, you know, but the question you know. is, is he talented? Because he's essentially the same in every movie. He's somewhat talented,
1: yeah. You know, after okay. being able to do all those different okay. roles. Oh. Um, he was really good in Rambo.
0: But He's what is he doing, Rambo? Man. He's cut and he speaks like six lines in the whole movie. Just like you know oh, what? At honesty. least he knows how to, he knows how to promote himself.
1: But wow. Schwarzenegger, I call a jerk because of his marriage.
0: Well, oh, okay, oh, sure, right, he had an affair and all that. But we're just looking at, we're not looking at personal life here.
1: But yeah, whatever, we could if we wanted to. But yeah. What do you think of
0: Sly Stallone's comedic turns?
1: Uh, very rare have I ever seen him in comedy.
0: He can actually pull it off. I think. I think if he did more comedy, well, I, you know, his, his he's doing a lot of uh, Kings of Tulsa. He's on TV now. He's in the ta- the Taylor Sheridan world, but um, he had some comedic chops. But, okay, those are my three and one. He, he nine.
1: has some comedy in him. Yeah, he does um, some comic timing, but that's about
0: it. Same for um, Schwarzenegger. You could say with twins and Kindergarten Cop. And
1: then okay, okay,
0: yeah. Who's your number nine?
1: My number nine is a blast from the past, Matthew Broderick.
0: Oh, interesting, okay. Because he
1: hasn't really done much anyways. And ever since he actually, this it does delve into his personal life. He did accidentally kill a mother and daughter, I believe in England back in the day. So that really stunted his career. Um, but I ever since Ferris Bueller's day off, I think ever since then he hasn't really had much success. And it, I
0: don't know, I just, I don't okay, think- Yeah, well, let's, let's look at peak Matthew Broderick. So 19, like War Games is 1982. So a, let's say the two right. okay. So you're saying overall, cause we're not gonna look at his last 20 years. At his peak, you think he was just overrated. He's not that good of an actor. Yeah,
1: yeah. pretty much. But yeah, mm-hmm. he did do Ferris Bueller's Day Off some justice, but the, even that film itself is really not that great. It's just John Hughes recycling his old Chicago teen days or whatever. Um, we, we, it's just more of the same with John Hughes. Like all right.
0: Well, look, he did uh, Project X, he did War Games. Uh, later, he did Glory. I remember we were in high school when Glory came out, the Civil War movie. With yeah, Dennis he was Collins. decent. No, I think he was horrifically miscast by, by Edwards Vic. I mean, at the time, Edwards Wick. At the time, I'm like, this guy is trying to do dramatic chops. And he was so typecasted uh, for doing like Biloxi Blues and, 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 and uh, Ferris Bueller. And he did a lot of stage work when he was young, you know. But he just was out of his league when you compare him to, you know, Denzel and Morgan Freeman. I think he was just horribly miscast. And that yeah. really, I think it took away from him. But I think even <laughs> Pete Broderick was overrated, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you know, even that car crash he was in was 1987. He crashed his BMW, um, a rented BMW, into a Volvo, and it killed the driver,
0: Anna yeah, Gallagher,
1: a 28-year-old woman, and her mom, Margaret Doherty, 63. And so, mm. yeah, he faced a lot of trouble for that.
0: Okay. Well, either way, I think I, I would agree that it, that at his prime, those 15 years, he was. Um, overrated. I mean, he did that Godzilla movie. He couldn't carry that. He's the same in every movie. He's just uh-huh. kind of PB nerdy. I think Godzilla was the last big film he
1: was
0: in. Yeah. All right. My number eight, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone is a sex pot with no talent. I've talked about this in the past, whether Anna de Armas actually has talent or is she just going to be a sex pot? Uh, I have a future episode coming about Sydney Sweeney, same category. Does she have talent or is she just a sex pot? Sharon Stone, what did she do? Total Recall of the Breakout, Basic Instinct, Quicken the Dead, you know, she did some movies, Catwoman, you know, she's the bad girl in Catwoman. But overall, I don't think she has a lot of talent. She plays the sexy woman very well in Basic Instinct.
1: She was Oscar nominated for Casino though.
0: I think she's good in Casino. Okay, all right, she's good in Casino. That's why she's not number 10 here and she's number seven. But you look, you know, she shows her hoo-ha and in basic instinct and in the famous role. And right. it's a role where she's gotta be a sex pot and sexy. That's her lane. But I think overall, um, uh, I think her career bears out her talent in that she got famous kind of old in her career. She was like in her early 30s, and basic instinct came out, and she had maybe five, six good years from like 90 to you know, maybe late 90s and then that's it and part of it is hollywood recognized she doesn't have a lot of talent and at that point she's 40 and she's being put off the pasture so i just don't think she's that talent That's not to say she didn't do well in some roles like casino but overall i just think that her reputation super she, did, talent.
1: she did great in basic instinct i think she won a lot of men's hearts
0: <laughs> I, I think she won a lot of men's loins. Yeah, are. <laughs> Why would you want to love her? as she? She's a killer, she, she, right? She was
1: beautiful. She was beautiful, beautiful at
0: that time. So. My favorite Stone movie is the is Quick and the Dead. You know, going yeah, back,
1: she's good in that. I
0: think. She, I, I don't. I I love the movie. I don't necessarily. It's her best role. I just love young. You got young DiCaprio, young Russell Crowe, over the top Gene Hackman. Just a great ensemble movie, great premise, great plot. She's um, also
1: obs- pretty obscure, but she's in um, Irreconcilable Differences. That was like her first big film, I think. Um, where yeah, she you know, in the 80s. In and the she, 80- was, she was beautiful then, too. So. Absolutely.
0: In the um, 80s, it took her a long time to get that break. She was in Action Jackson*, right. Total Recall, and then, yeah, in other movies. But yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. All
0: right, who's your number eight? Um.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is sort of a husband wife duo thing Sarah Jessica Parker
0: oh we're doing horse face oh what's your you dick on horse face? What do you think? horse face that's what I call her yeah horse because she's got a horse face mm, not really what? but oh she, she's got a long face and a big nose
1: well I could name another person who I've called the horse face but Ooh. yeah remember Julia Roberts she's oh, got the but horse
0: face. Julia she Roberts is better looking mouth. than... than but yeah,
1: but she's got the horse mouth. But right. anyway, Sarah Jessica Parker just has sex in the city and that's it. She really doesn't do anything else. She can't do anything else. She's just Carrie okay. Bradshaw. And so that's her character. And
0: Well, so- I mean, she was in Miami Blues with Alec Baldwin. She was in um, some movies in the 90s. Uh, the one with Nicolas Cage... I mean, you're right, not a lot of talent and then certainly Sex in the City. And then she did some movies after like Failure to Launch, the one with All Right, All Right, All Right. Oh, right. She had some career, but you just don't think that she's that good of an actress. I don't
1: think she's that great. And I think people have overrated that stupid show, Sex in the City. I hate that show.
0: Why do you hate that show?
1: But that previous generations love that show, you know? But no, I, I do not like that show.
0: Oh so, yeah. Um, I I would agree. I would say she has more talent than her husband, Matthew Broderick. But yeah, she doesn't have a, a lot of talent. She doesn't have a lot of talent. Okay, my number seven is Jennifer Aniston. All right. So look. Oh my God. <laughs> Aniston has some talent, and she can still, oh, you know, I would say open movies. Most of her movies now are Netflix, like Murder Mystery, but that's opening more because of Sandler, and she just picked the right role. I think if you look at her. I think she's a gifted comedic actress. I think friends really showed that off. I think friends would not be friends really without her acting. And I would say out of those six, we've talked about this, like which of those could we get rid of and the show would, would have continued to be successful. I would say Lisa Kudrow, Phoebe's character uh, yeah. could have gotten rid of and the show would have kept running and be fine. But I think Aniston has comedic talent she certainly had a decent film career, especially after Friends went away. You know, she did Rumor Has It, The Breakup, and loads of movies. I just, I, I don't think she's that talented. I think that- she's,
1: I don't think she's that talented either because she's my number seven, also.
0: Interesting. Interesting. We yeah, and she's left.
1: she's done horrible bosses. I think.
0: Yeah, she she plays the naughty woman. That she goes against her yeah. her, cat, her tie cast in there by being a, a kind of a lascivious boss whore.
1: But one good dramatic turn she did was in Cake. Cake, she was a good, good okay. in. And people think she got robbed of an Oscar nomination that year, but I don't really agree necessarily. But she was all right in that movie. Yeah.
0: I think that she just she does the same movie in every role. She's like the female Paul Rudd, where if you're gonna go see a Paul Rudd movie or a Jason Bateman movie, they did they did a movie together, the The Change Up, the one where he puts his sperm in instead of uh, Jennifer Aniston, who's getting a sperm donation. But they kind of remind me of the same thing. Like Bateman does Bateman in every movie, Rudd does Rudd in every movie, Aniston does Aniston in every movie. If you watch Murder Mystery, the thing about
1: Aniston, yeah, is that she she relies too much on the same techniques
0: because that's all she has. I think in her she, comedy,
1: yeah, she, she just does she just does the deadpan. That's well, all she, she ever does. She just does the deadpan, so.
0: She does Rachel she's Rachel in every movie so in murder mystery most recently any of the comedies she's playing Rachel she's just 55 year old yeah
1: she's just good at being kind of like all right stoic deadpan reticent whatever but yeah Okay.
0: who is your number six
1: um actually shouldn't it be you
0: no because I just did my seven which was Aniston and seven was Aniston was your seven too
1: Oh, so now you're making me do my number Oh,
0: okay. I can, I, yeah, you go six. You go six. Go
1: all ahead. right. We just switched gears here. Um, Julia Roberts.
0: <laughs> now, Everyone
1: knows she's overrated.
0: I okay. Mean, yes.
1: You know, she's just, like, tags along with George Clooney now and Tom Hanks to get all her movies done. And, you know, she's just really... I don't, she's she yeah she kind of has that horse mouth I guess or whatever but she is beautiful but I I don't think she's she I don't think she has a whole lot of range either so
0: well we've um, talked about it in the episode Sandra Bullock versus Julia Roberts that if you look at Julia Roberts's career even at her peak from ninety to like two thousand two um, there are a lot of misses in that in that area for every. My best friend's wedding, Notting Hill, Pretty Women. She's got, um, I love trouble. She's got Sleeping with the Enemy. She has Mary Riley. So even in her peak area, peak time, she had flops. And I think she, we talked about this and I wanted to include her, but I thought since I've already kind of roasted her in a previous episode, she was excluded. But I agree. I think she's got limited range and um, she doesn't have much of a future. We didn't, we included her in Are They Past Their Peak Part One. And I mean, she's out to pasture and she's got limited range. And the only reason she was famous is because she was beautiful. And you can even question that. Like, you know, I watched Pretty Woman not that long ago. And it's like, she's, she, look, no one can say she's ugly. Okay. I'm not going to say she's ugly. She was pretty. And then she did too much drugs. I talk about this in that episode where she had an affair with, with, uh, what's it, Patrick, uh, Jason Patrick, Patrick. three <laughs> days before, uh, she was supposed to marry Keeper Sutherland. She was repeated to do a lot of drugs during that time. She cleaned herself up for the later nineties, but then she got too gaunt. She got too skinny, kind of like Angelina Jolie did later in her life. And Amanda Seyfried is doing now. And she lost a lot of that kind of glow in her face and that beauty. And I think she aged too quickly because in 2002, like Mona Lisa smiles, even then you start noticing she looks a little gaunt and she's maybe 34 at that time. So I think that hurt her and I just think simply she's not that talented, like you said.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I I think Pretty Woman was probably her peak movie probably. <laughs> I mean, Did
0: she deserve an Academy Award for Best Actress nomination for that role? Yeah, uh,
1: it was a weak year. Maybe. It was a weak
0: year. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it. It's a weak year. I think her best role is probably My Best Friend's Wedding because uh, she's actually funny and has to be charming and Notting Hill. She is like cardboard in that movie. There's. I think she's different. good
1: in Aaron Brock. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, no, she didn't deserve I'm... an Academy Award for that. Just... Well, she's just playing sassy, and I'm wearing a push-up bra. Give me an Academy Award. <laughs> All right, here's my well, number six. Oh, okay, well, well, look, we both agree she has no talent. I don't think she should have an Academy Award win. Uh, but you know, either way, my number six, okay. the the millennials who still love this guy will crucify me for this. And he's still successful, but he has no talent. Adam Sandler.
1: Oh, yeah. Adam I Sandler. You can put him down, too. You
0: know? Look, you could say that maybe we're past his, his age. You know, we're both in our upper 40s. Uh, we both watched him on SNL. But I remember, you know, when when, when uh, Billy Madison came out, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, you know, all these kind of iconic movies. He 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 really panders to the stunted Peter Pan Peter Pan men, the stunted men, right? Because he's the same in all these movies. He plays like the slacker before the Jude Apatow movies came out, and they really glorified and like perfected the slackers. And of course, he's in Jude Apatow's movie um, Funny People. But he does a you know, it's all those weird sounds, and I don't get, I I just don't understand the appeal of Adam Sandler. I think he. I think his fan base is a certain socioeconomic group and I think that it's so juvenile. It's so stunted. It's so stupid. And it's not that his movies aren't enjoyable. like Just, just go with it with Aniston. It's fine. But his movies are just so juvenile. They're so stupid.
1: Well, I do think he has a couple of good dramatic turns. I think he was nominated for an Oscar, right? For Punch Drunk Love. Mm. um
0: uncut jams with the Safty brothers I could not stand that movie I think I I, I hate that yeah movie.
1: he's actually considered pretty uh pretty good among his his community of actors as far as being up there as a dramatic actor actually.
0: The hustle. He just did that. He got nominated for Academy Award for that movie about. The yeah. Master, so the I don't know. i he's
1: getting these Oscar nominations.
0: Well, he produces a lot of these. I mean, the dude is a multi-millionaire, and he produces mm-hmm. a lot of his movies. And to his credit, he's a good friend. He puts all his SNL buddies in all his movies. Still, like uh Chris Rock and 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 Farley and all. Or, I'm sorry, and Chris Spade and all these guys. Um, he puts them in his movies. I just, big, don't, right? I, I, I just don't think he's talented. And I think his movies pander to the lowest common denominator and lowest IQ. And if you watch movies like Jack <laughs> and Jill, Jack and Jill is stupid. Um, big Daddy stupid. Like all his movies are just stupid. I
1: think the comedy is pretty juvenile. Yeah. But as far as his dramatic turns, I think he has, he shows some talent.
0: Okay, well we could compare yes. him to Carey. I think we both think to Carey, Jim Carey is, is is more talented, but Jim Carey is a better comedic actor and Jim Carey is a better dramatic actor. Would you agree with that?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But for some reason something happened to him too. I don't know what happened to
0: him. Well, you know, maybe he'll be in our top five, but I think we both can admit that Carey is a better actor overall than Sandler. And yeah. Sandler to his credit produces his own movies and that's why he, and he has this gigantic multi-million dollar deal with Netflix. And most of those movies are just bad. But you know, maybe he's a smart guy and he just knows his audience, and his audience is a certain type of, of person. So he makes movies yeah. to pander to that audience. But I would say even his dramatic movies, if you look at uh Uncut Gems, you look at uh, the hustle, you look at the, the the more recent dramatic ones, he's essentially the same character, he's the same role. I, I I just I just don't think he's talented.
1: Right. I'm not a big fan of any of the SNL cast. Coming out of the the one that he came out of, actually, except for maybe Chris Rock. But but Chris Rock wasn't even on SNL, was he? Yeah,
0: no, he was there for two years. He did Nat X.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. But he wasn't on for very long.
0: So no, it hard. was just a couple of years. Yeah, um, I'm
1: not a huge SNL
0: Well, you know what? We could do a future episode on SNL and talk about like the top 10 uh, actors and actresses that came out of SNL. Because, you know, we have Eddie Murphy, you got Mike Myers, you got Farrell. You know, there's a lot of talent that came out. But just closing up on Sandler here, um, I just think, you know, he's my number six. And honestly, I could probably put him uh, up there with one or two. I just just don't get it. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe I'm just not seeing it. But I think he just panders to the lowest common denominator of human. (laughs) And I just think a lot of it is exceedingly stupid
1: okay right. i don't know about pandering to the lowest common
0: denominator okay all right well we can agree to disagree may anything else you want to talk about in this episode as we did our 10th no sixth? i mean i think we covered it all i
1: mean i guess we're gonna go for another
0: we'll go for another five. round and then we can do some honorable mentions let's just do two honorable mentions really here because i don't think because i know you well enough to know that you would not include Uh, some of these actors, but you would not put Nick Cage as overrated, would you?
1: No way. Nick Cage is is rated.
0: He's fine. If anything, he's underrated. Yeah. (laughs) I think think a lot of younger people just don't understand Nick Cage because, you know, older Cage now is kind of lampooning himself, but you look at his his, his 80s work, his 90s work, before he became Con Air face-off super movie Mm -hmm. star, a lot of great work, and he is talented. He's just kind of gone off the deep end, kind of like what I told you about, like maybe what can happen to DiCaprio in the previous episode. Yeah. Uh this is kind of like too weird and too into- it was Elvis Memorabilia and all that, but <laughs> very talented guy.
1: Okay. I have an honorable mention. It's uh Ethan Hawk. I think he's a he was a great actor or a good actor when he was young. I think he was really good in that Poet Society. He was good in Gattaca. Mm-hmm. okay in training day but I, I just think right now he's just so overrated i mean well
0: let's look at his whole career though because i mentioned him and underrated actors part yeah I don't think he underrated. was in my underrated so i would disagree with you if you look at the no, because movies, he's,
1: he's actually doing cameos in glass onion i mean
0: right well maybe that was like, just a favor a
1: sign a telltale sign that you're
0: careers no, no 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 so it, it could just yeah. have been a favor to ryan johnson i i think that he he's still doing relevant work maybe not as much as in the 90s and the knots and he does a lot of those horror movies for the blumhouse and all that but um i think he's actually underrated so we will agree to disagree on that one
1: yeah i, I don't i don't think he's got much
0: all right that's totally fine, mate. We will come back to do one through five. I'm sure all the people are going to be waiting with bated breath. All right. I'll talk to you later, mate. Okay. Take care.
1: Later, Gregory. You okay.
0: Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.